What is up, Chocolumpia Lessons Tribe? It is Chocolumpia. Troco? It's Chocolumpia of Chocolumpia Lessons. Uh, happy Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, because it's the day before Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, Troco. Troco. That's new. Uh, what's up, guys? I hope your holidays have been great. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast because your mama was on your mama ew I don't want to be your mama sorry rewind I don't like that your girl (laughs) was on vacation and here's the thing my goal tonight is to record this episode and then get to 60 before Christmas so that I can take another break because I need to rest and get content for the 2020 you know what I'm saying? And you know, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, so and plus people are on vacation, you know, they're taking it a little bit easier. For me, this is kind of the time when I listen to podcasts, when I like to catch up on my podcasts and it'll be while I'm organizing shit because, you know, mama likes to, I, I don't know why I keep calling myself mama. It, it, it's just the mood. Sorry. I mean, I'm not your mama, but maybe I am your mama. Whatever. But uh, while I'm organizing things and like getting rid of shit for this year and bringing new energy in for the new year, that's when I like to listen to my podcasts and just kind of get out of my own brain and then kind of into someone else's and it's relaxing for me. So hopefully that is what I provide for you as well. Again, I hope that you're finding some time to find some rest during this holiday season I was just out today because I had to get some last minute things done before our family gets together tomorrow. And uh, while that's giving me some anxiety, (laughs) I tried to find ways to combat that. And that is cleaning and cooking. And I worked out, you know, got a workout in, get the blood pump in, get the heart rate up because that's healthy for your just well-being and your brain. Helps you to refocus and recenter. Um, yeah. And before I get too far off topic, I don't even know where I'm starting today. I have kind of a bunch of notes written everywhere, so that doesn't really help. But last night, I shared a new exciting item for 2020. There's actually a lot of really exciting things that are going on for 2020 and I'm excited about them and I'm excited to share them with people. I did a little teaser last night and then today I announced that my class, The Mix Technique, will be officially in a location on Tuesday mornings from 8.30 to 9.30 if you're in the San Diego area, check me out on Instagram at the mix technique mix like M I X like you mix something up. It's also uh, the Facebook page where you can find information. You guys already know probably my website www.themixtechnique.com. And I'm just stoked that January 7th, I'm going to be starting again. um, Those of you who have followed this podcast or even have known me for a while know that I used to have a studio back in 2009. I opened up a studio and um, once that studio did close, I did like teach my class and I still teach my class at different locations 
And it's just nice to now be able to have a space where I'll be able to regularly be and just kind of be there without like all kinds of craziness happening at the same time. So big announcement, super excited about it, all that stuff, right? And um, last episode I was talking about the retreat next year that's going to be in August 2020, the Amalfi Coast, yoga, the mix technique, fitness, hiking, cooking, boat tour, massage, makeup. I don't know, whatever the fuck we want to do because me and these badass bitches are doing a yoga retreat, motherfuckers, and it's going to be amazing. And I would love if my Chalk Olympia Lessons fam was there because y'all some real shit and it would be funny and fun. And um, yeah, so... You know what to look at. You know where to go for information. You know how to DM me. You know how to text me. You know how to email me. You know how to holla at your girl. But um, as we finish out this year, I'm hoping that everyone is feeling like they're ending 2019 on a good one. Uh, there's a lot of shit that happened this year. There's a lot of stuff stuff that's still going on. I forgot that song that I played in the very beginning is actually from what I call my Christmas album because for some reason it started one year and then it just kind of became an annual thing and I listen to it all the time but when I'm Christmas shopping that album by Peaches it's called Impeach My Bush Impeach My Bush (laughs) makes me laugh so hard because I'll be walking around and everyone's just like you know sugar plums and I don't know, fucking Christmas elves or whatever. And I've got peaches in my ear talking about um, fuck or kill. And it makes me laugh. And that's basically just kind of how my brain is anyway. And it's like it, it's like a inside joke with myself. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but that's just kind of how it works. But it always makes me laugh. And so every December when I am Christmas shopping or just out running Christmas errands, I play that song and it just makes me laugh because there's lyrics that I totally forget about. Um, And I totally forgot that that song is like a double entendre, right? She's talking about impeaching her Bush, but she's also talking about impeach Bush. But now we're talking about impeaching Trump and um, that's exciting. But anyway, I don't really talk about politics, but I'm pretty sure if you guys listen to this shit that you uh, feel me. You feel me? Episode 59. Uh, I have some things I want to talk about. Oh, also, there's a lot of shit going on, you guys. Listen, I try to be on vacation and I try to take it chill, but like your girl has to figure shit out. And I love creating shit. I just fucking love creating shit. I love it. I'm like, how can I create more shit? And that's just like what my brain does when I'm trying to rest. So, um... There's Chalk Olympia Lessons merch. If you follow me on Instagram, at Chalk Olympia, you saw my stories a couple of weeks ago. I just kind of went AWOL and wanted to figure out merch for the tribe, for me and for the tribe. Like, I wanted shit that I could wear, but also I wanted to, like, have stuff that the tribe might want to wear. And I know I have a lot of guys that listen to the pop. Wow. I have a lot of guys that listen to this podcast too. So I wanted to make sure that everything was 
like female and male whatever the fuck your gender is that there was shit that you could buy that you could wear that you could purchase that you could rock you know I got shit like t-shirts women's and men's I got yo this is my favorite thing in the whole fucking world and I can't wait to get it I got a skateboard dude I got a motherfucking Chalk Olympia Lessons skateboard, bro. Like, and it's fucking cute as fuck. Like, it's all white. And then there's like a, there's my decal, right? My um, fucking, why can't I fucking think of the word? My design, my whatever, my picture. And it's like, it's not like my real picture. It's me like in cartoon form. Because how fucking vain would that be? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's vain anyway. But it's like, it's for the podcast, so go fuck yourself. But uh, it's me dropping the mic, right? Because the original one of me on a soapbox and me, like, tapping my head just didn't look as cool on things. So it's me dropping a mic. It's walking away and dropping a mic. And um, the wheels are fucking blue, dude. It's pimp. It's so cute. I Like, I can't wait. And guys or girls can fucking rock that skateboard. I'm so excited. Anyway, um, so there's skateboards. There's handbags. Not, like, purses. There's, like, um, drawstring bags. And then there's, like, a tote bag. And then there's a pencil bag or a makeup bag, whatever the fuck you want to use it for. There's stickers. There's magnets. Yo! You guys need to look... Ooh, that's what I was going to do. Let me see. Hopefully this isn't, doesn't cancel it out. But um, hopefully you can still hear me right now. I'm going to go to the URL because I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Okay, that's not it. One moment, please. One moment. Okay, if you go to chocolumpia.threadless.com, T H R-E-A-D-L-E-S-S, Threadless, Chalk Olympia Lesson, oops, sorry, Chalk Olympia dot Threadless dot com. And then it comes up, there's a Chalk Olympia Lessons white t-shirt, and then you have to click on view all designs, and then you have to click on Chalk Olympia Lessons. I know, it's fucking, it seems like it's complicated, but there's so much shit. And of course, stuff's not on sale right now. There was, when I posted about this initially, Things were on sale because it was like Black Friday. I did it right after um, Thanksgiving and shit was like marked down like crazy. So this this will probably be a good time after this Christmas holiday. You can check out the website chocolumpia.threadless.com and um, dude, sport the Chocolumpia lesson shit and then tag me and then I, like I'm so... I'm that makes me so happy. I'm so excited. Like if you listen to this podcast, one, and then if you purchase merch and then three, you fucking wear it and then like tag me in it. That's like the best Christmas present. That's so, that's so, it just, it shows that you appreciate me and I appreciate you. And it's like, that's how relationships work. You know, you got to appreciate, you got to appreciate each other. So that being said, that's like some exciting shit that's been going on. Sorry, I got to look in my, I should have, you know, sometimes I just jump on here when I feel that wild hair up my ass to just record. And then I forget that there's things that I need to uh, situate and clarify 
before I jump on and then, you know, then I'm fucking looking at pictures to make sure that what I'm going to tell you is accurate or Googling shit to make sure that I'm, what I'm, to make sure that what I'm saying is true. Um, <laughs> sorry. I don't know where it is. Oh, yes. Okay. 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 So, uh, I wanted to talk about going to the theater recently and I guess I haven't gone to a movie theater in a while because I didn't know that some theaters you can like purchase your ticket and then pick your seat you can like see what seats are available pick your seat and then watch the movie right so my friend and I went to go and watch the lighthouse and p.s uh If you have movie taste at all, like me, or you're just a dark fuck, or you just like sinister shit, it's not even sinister, really. It's just like, it's so weird. I can't even describe to you what the fuck this movie is about, but I love A24, and A24 is the company that, um, the film company that puts, like, this movie, um, they did Midsommar, they did, um, Midsummer, I guess, if that's how you're pronouncing it. I like to say Midsommar. Midsommar, because I think that's how it really is pronounced. Uh, They did Hereditary, which was another fucking dark ass but amazing movie. Um, A lot of other ones. I think they did... Did they do The Witch? I can't remember if they did The Witch. If they didn't, you should still see The Witch because it's amazing. But I think they did. Anyway, if you like shit like that, um, The Lighthouse is not scary like that but it's still fucking weird and it's like a it's like a a mind fuck but it's hilarious and I don't even know if the intention was to be funny but it like I could not stop laughing but I also have a really fucking twisted dark sense of humor obviously you guys have listened to this podcast so you already know but I couldn't stop laughing so anyway you can pick your ticket your seat before you go in so my friend and I got there pretty early we picked the two like center spots and we're like sweet good we're good to go we go we sit down we're watching the previews we're just like this is way after Lighthouse had come out so it wasn't like busy there might have been like three other people in the theater and they were very spread out you know like because I like to spread the fuck out like I like your girl likes space, you know? And that's just always been how I've been. Maybe it's because, like, I'm technically an only child, even though I have a stepbrother, but he wasn't, he was, like, seasonally there. Like, he wasn't there all the time. It was, like, every summer he would come and visit. So, for the most part, I was an only child, right? Like, biologically, I'm an only kid. Um, so, I like my space. I like my space. All of that, you know? Like, just even in life. Like, I don't think we need to be too close to each other just because I like to have room, I like to spread the fuck out, and I like to be able to move whenever I want to move. That's always just been how I've been. And we're sitting down and we're eating popcorn and we're just like rapping to each other because we're just like excited that, I'm finally excited that I get to see this movie because I have been wanting to see it and I'm in this like fucking nerdy ass group on Facebook where we talk about A24 movies and it's just like everyone was saying that this was a movie that I needed to see or not that I needed to see that everybody in the group needed to see and so you know I needed to see it 
And then the previews are ending and this couple comes and sits right next to me, like right next to me, like not a seat space between right next to me. And my bag is on the seat next to me because I'm like, no one's going to come in after us. And on purpose, they're not going to purposefully pick the seat right next to me because people know how space works. But they don't because homegirl sat right next to me. And she went, oh, excuse me, like for me to move my bag. And I was so irritated. And I looked at my friend and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand because when they bought their tickets, which was after us, they could see the screen of what seats were available. So they saw our two seats taken and were like, oh, right next to her. That's where I want to sit. I want to sit right there. Not a seat over, not behind, not in front, not on the other side, right the fuck next to me. And listen, there's not a lot of shit that irritates me, but space And people unnecessarily being in my space, that fucking irritates me. Listen, if I'm in New York, I get it. We're on the subway. It's fucking crammed. We got to squeeze in tight. That's kind of the nature of that beast, right? Here's my issue. The whole theater is empty except for like four or five people. And you decide to sit right the fuck next to me. (laughs) it just bugged me it really did it really and so I had to do my yoga breaths and I was just like oh my god and I looked at my friend and I was like because <laughs> I don't even give a fuck I, I went why I went why are they sitting right next to me why I don't understand the whole theater is open why is she gonna sit right next to me why though and so I just went about my normal banter look when I watch a movie I don't talk a lot but I will make side comments because I am half black. So, you know, that shit's true. (laughs) I got to have commentary. Now, it's not a lot. And I know that if it's a movie where there's a lot of dialogue that's really important and people are needing to focus on that, I'm respectful of that because I've been to a black theater when it was like a, a, what? I don't even know what year it was. It was one of those movies that was just like a ridiculous, scary movie, B-movie. And I went to a theater in Harlem. And that shit was the funniest crowd participation shit I've ever seen. If you ever get a chance to go to, to Harlem and watch a movie and you have maybe a black friend so that you don't get fucking jumped, go. Because that shit is fucking hilarious. Everybody's talking. Everybody's making commentary, but it's fun. And it's like, it's a fun environment. This was not that. (laughs) And she sat right next to me and it's fine. But I did make my couple of comments ahead of time. And then like every time I laughed, I just had to, I had to laugh. This movie is so ridiculous. If you haven't watched The Lighthouse, you have to watch it and you have to know that it's funny. Like, I don't even know how to describe what it's about without giving anything away, 
and I fucking hate when people give shit away anyway on podcasts because it's like even though it might be a movie that's like 10 years old sure but if it's something that just came out like don't give out the major plot or like whatever happens like the surprise part or whatever so I'm gonna have you guys watch it watch it on your own and just fucking you know just have an open mind or I don't know what the fuck but that shit was hilarious once I got over the space thing it was fine but I didn't know that that was a thing now and I just didn't get I don't get how you can pick a seat and then just like deliberately look and be like I'm gonna sit right next to them right next to them not even a space you know and it's not it's not the kind of movie where you need to be center but my friend and I are dancers so we went and we watched center because that's what the fuck dancers do Um, But it wasn't a movie where if you were, like, off to the side, you would miss, like, lines or fucking, you know, anything. It wasn't, like, a musical. P.S. I don't know if I want to see Cats, you guys. I'm, like, the weirdest performer because I grew up doing show choir and musical theater and theater and stage, and I fucking loved a musical. But when when a musical comes on... I, unless it's one of my favorites and there's like barely three, I'm not going to want to listen. Like, I don't want to sit and sing to it. I don't want to listen to it. There's only like a couple that I will. I don't, but I don't know if I want to see Cats. And all growing up in New York, I used to tell my mom all the time that I wanted to be in Cats. And then I saw Cats and I was like, all these years I was in love with this show and I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it was about dancers and cats and I love both. And then I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so weird. And the songs are horrible. No, Memory is like the worst song. Sorry to those of you who listen to fucking musicals and you love a musical. I I can't. I can't with any song from fucking Cats. And so I don't know if I want to see Cats in the theater. I don't even know if I would watch it if it came on my TV because it's just, I don't know. That's weird. It's weird. And then Jason Derulo was talking about how they had to fucking like uh, CGI or like fix his crotch because his dick is too big or some shit. <laughs> Jason Derulo. No, I don't. No, 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 no. Get, get, get over yourself because no, uh, no. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to see why he has to say his name before every song that he does. I don't know. But also it's just weird. So yeah, I don't think I'll be seeing that, but Um, now that I know, and I know this is, I I probably sound like I've been in a fucking basement for years, but I didn't, I I just, I haven't been out to a theater because there's not a movie that I feel like I needed to see in, like I reserve the theater experience for movies that have a lot of special effects or just something I've been really waiting for for a long time or visually needs to be on a big screen but most of the time like especially lately it doesn't necessarily need to be that serious so I don't and that's why I didn't know that there was like this whole seating arrangement thing or whatever but now that I know that I do enjoy the adult theaters where you can like order a drink and you can recline and all of that and there's not many kids there (laughs) because it's expensive and you can drink there 
Um, anywhere where I can go where there's no kids, I love that. Uh, <laughs> and I know that people fucking hate that and that makes them feel really uncomfortable, especially because I'm female and like everything in literature and in history is meant or written to like be that women should just their main goals in life should be to just want to be a mom and like birth kids and I've never felt that way and I know that's hard and uncomfortable for some people to hear and um, understand and that's okay you don't have to understand my choices or preference Um, listen I'm not saying I'm a kid hater I love kids I think kids are great I just don't want them and if I If I want to be somewhere where I'm relaxing, I don't necessarily want to be around them because to me, kids are not relaxing, which is why I don't want them. Um, But I've taught kids for years and I love kids. I think they're hilarious. They tell you the truth. They tell you what's up. They're super imaginative. They don't have any blocks like adults do where they get all fucking weird and are like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because I'm I'm too old or I'm whatever. Kids kids are like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and I'm going to tell you straight up what I think and I appreciate that. Appreciate. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, it's just not, it's not, I didn't grow up thinking I can't wait to be a mom and you know that just wasn't me so uh (laughs) on my flight back from my vacation I actually (laughs) I sat right next to a man who had I saw one child I didn't realize that the seat behind me was his wife or baby mama whatever and then their other kid who talked the entire flight and I didn't realize it until I sat down like I'd asked him if this the end spot was open and we were towards the front and I just by the time by the time wow by the time my flight or my vacation was ending I just really wanted to be home and just be in my space and just like do whatever I needed um so I picked a spot towards the front, which I don't usually do. I, I normally don't mind if I sit towards the back, but there was a space there, and then I knew that there was space for my carry-on, so I was like, sweet. And I love an end seat. I fucking love an end seat because I can get up and get out whenever I want, and I'm not stuck. I don't like feeling stuck. Like I said before, I like space, so there's that again. So I sat down, and instantly I was like, oh, fuck. This is why the seat was open, because his kid was talking the whole time, and he, you know, was doing the, like, dad talk to the kid, and then the kid behind me and then the mom were all talking together, and I was just like, oh, my God, there's no, there's not, there's not enough sound in my earphones to cover this, but I was, like, also kind of just so tired that I just kind of sat and closed my eyes, and I didn't even mind. Um, the kids were really fucking funny though. The one kid was like super excited and young. I didn't get to see and I'm really bad at age anyway. So he might've been four, but he was super excited about everything on the plane and they were visiting. And I know this because they talked the entire time. They were visiting family, her parents in San Diego and, (laughs) The lady, the flight attendant comes by and she's like, hey, do you guys want anything to drink? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. And then they all order and uh, the little kid or the mom orders apple juice for the for the son, for the two sons. And I don't know what my deal is with apple juice, but I fucking love apple juice. And it's probably because when I was in 
<laughs> when I was in preschool, we used to get apple juice at the end of like our recess or whatever. And then we would get like graham cracker cookies and they were amazing together. Like the pairing of this apple juice and graham cracker cookie was the shit. And it made me excited every time I went. So I think I carried that with me into adulthood because I still fucking love apple juice. <laughs> apple juice over any juice. I don't give a fuck. So this, the mom ordered apple juice for the kids. And um, it made me laugh because then I thought about that. I thought about my childhood. And then uh, whenever the, the, the flight attendant would ask, she'd be like well how old are you and she was like or he was like I'm f- what however old I don't even know because I was trying to not really listen but I heard everything but then she was like she's like uh oh here's your apple juice and the kid was all yeah but it wasn't like a yay and it wasn't a yas but it was a ya. and that made me laugh so hard because it was the cutest yaw sound that I've ever heard and I was waiting for the S because you, if you know me in real life, you know that I say yas for everything, yas for everything, um, just because it shows how excited I am, but also in a calm way. And this kid was almost yasing, but he was yawing, and it made me laugh so hard. Every time he did it, I would laugh. And um, the lady was like, she was like, "Here's your apple juice," or he was like, she was like. Uh, are you excited we're on a plane? And the kid would be like, yeah. And I just was picturing, I didn't even get to see this kid. I just saw the kid that was on in my aisle, but I didn't see the kid behind me. Uh, But dude, I was laughing so hard. This kid was so funny. And um, they talked a lot, but they were super cute. And even at the end when I had to, when we were getting up and getting our bags, the dad who automatically ordered like a rum and Coke. And I was like, I don't blame you, dude. I really don't. Um, the the kid was like doing this high pitched scream and the dad goes you know you're you're lucky you're really cute and i looked at the kid and i went mhm <laughs> and it wasn't even like i thought about it it just came out of my face and i went oh fuck i hope that wasn't rude but then the dad just laughed and everyone around kind of like shook their head because the kid was active the entire flight right and this wasn't an early flight it wasn't a late flight but you know if anytime you're coming from your vacation you're kind of tired and you just like want to be done but you have to be active enough to be able to like make sure you get on the plane make sure you check your shit or go through security or whatever right and don't miss your (laughs) exit I don't know it's not like it's a fucking train but anyway So, uh, yeah, the kid was really funny and it was cute. So when people are like, oh God, you know, like it's not even about that. I just like, for me, I like, when I like quiet, I like quiet. And when I like loud, I like loud. And when I'm trying to have quiet and there's loud around me, I need to get away from that. And you can't necessarily get away when you're having to do things in public, right? So you have to just kind of like ignore it or get past it or whatever. But um, that was just a thought that I had where I was like, you, you can't like book a flight. Even if you book a red eye, which I've done before to purposefully try to have a quiet flight, 
someone always is like, oh, well, my kid's cool. <laughs> my kid's fine. It'll be fine. Like if I bring them on the red eye or, you know, like they're not going to cry. They're just going to fall asleep. They're super chill. And it's like, no, 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 they're not. They are not because they're talking this a whole trip or high pitch crying the whole trip, which, hey, I get it. It's probably it probably fucking listen. I don't know how you parents do it. Where I wouldn't even be able to go to a bathroom with the kid. It would stress me the fuck out. I get stressed out going to a bathroom by myself, just knowing like where I feel like I have to put things and not have like a fucking weird OCD reaction to like, you know, something touching me or whatever. And like if a kid is in there, they're like touching everything. And then they're just like, cause they don't know. And you have to watch them. And then you're trying to pee or do whatever the fuck you're trying to do in the bathroom. And then you got to make sure that they're okay. And they're not like waving to people underneath the stalls or like licking the floor. Like I just, I can't, I don't even know how you guys deal with it. So props to parents who are handling their shit because I, it's bigger than me. I couldn't do it. So if you're traveling with children, if you're on a subway with children, if you're doing whatever the fuck with children, kudos to you because I don't get it. But also, there should be separate flights <laughs> and separate hotels and separate houses <laughs> where people who don't want to be exposed to that can be. And I know that that's probably going to lose a lot of you. And I'm sorry, but I got to speak my fucking truth. That's Chocolumpia lessons for real at my core. Like, I don't know how you guys do it. Bless you for doing it. Bless you. Bless us, every one of us, for for handling it and taking care of that. But I just, I, I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't. And I don't think I could. I probably could. But it would just, it's, uh, no. I don't know. So, that was a really long rant about space but also you know me sharing just kind of about my experience with the children on the flight um (laughs) there is another movie that I happened to watch a couple weeks ago that I'd seen before and my friend and I we we wanted to watch this because I don't even know what happened we watched like a happy Christmas movie and it was funny and then we were like Of course, me. I'm in a fucking horror movie film kind of mood. And I'm like, hey, there's this movie that I saw that was so bad. (laughs) It was so bad that I can't even remember what it was called, but I knew what it was about. And she was like, well, I want to try to find it. And I was like, well, you know, we don't necessarily need to watch it, but I just want to know if you've seen it because it was probably what I would... And I've seen a lot of movies. It's probably at least on the top five list for worst movies. I've seen movies maybe five to ten, I would say, really bad in all genres. But um, this would be in the horror movie genre. But it wasn't even a horror movie. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. But um, so I'll describe it to you. And if you've seen it before, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a movie that no one you know is in. (laughs) That no one you know directed. And um, that no one you know wrote it. So there's that. This movie is about these uh, four people who go 
I don't know if they just go on a vacation or if they're not, they're not like camping cause they're just in a different area and, um, they're in like a wood, wood lodge maybe. And it's like this cute little house. It's a really cute little house. And there's a jacuzzi or not a jacuzzi. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a sauna. Now, when you hear that and you've seen this movie, you already know what I'm talking about. This movie spends the entire majority of the movie in the sauna. The movie is called 247 Degrees. And um, (laughs) it's really one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life because the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm just like, there's no way that this is happening right now. There's no way you guys are this stupid that you can't figure out how to save yourselves. The plot of the story is they get stuck in the sauna. That's it. That's all. 247 degrees. And I'm not going to tell you what happens in case you want to watch it for yourself and put yourself through that misery. Uh, It is hilarious. So maybe if you watch it and you drink the whole time you know, you'll be highly entertained, but, um, I'm trying to look for the actual, I took a screenshot or took a picture of the, um, the movie, but I can't find it now. But yeah, it's 247 degrees and, um, you get to watch people try to figure out how to get out of a fucking sauna. And that's what the movie's about. And it's the worst acting. It's the worst storyline. Uh, the special effects are pretty bad. Yeah. And um, I don't even know why I'm sharing that with you. But I just... It was something that I watched recently. And it's probably one of the worst movies that I've seen. Not like Lighthouse. Lighthouse was weird, but was interesting. Uh, it was off but it was interesting. It wasn't bad. So, yeah. Uh, I would recommend Lighthouse just to see it. It's one of those just kind of fun, um, you know, pop... What is... Why why can't I think of this phrase? Pop culture, like, people are talking about it type of things. Uh, So, yeah. But... Mm, 247 degrees? No, I wouldn't recommend that. But if you're wanting to laugh and also wanting to pull your own hair out, you should watch it. But don't watch it by yourself. It's way more fun when you watch it with people. Uh, Let's see. It is the Stormwatch number two, I think, of 2019. Maybe maybe three. It's the winter storm. And, um, I went out and drove and I swear to God on my, like close to where I live, it there's never traffic where I'm stopped for too, too long. I mean, I still do feel like there's way too many people in this world and in this state, but you know, what can you do? People keep trying to make more mini versions of themselves, but I was in traffic for like an hour just going down the street. I went down one way to go to the post office. I went the other way to go to the bank. And then I had to go back to go to, a, to run errands and go to stores. And I was in traffic for an hour. And I, it, it's never like that. And I know it's the day before Christmas Eve. But also I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what, what is happening? And for some reason, 
when I'm driving and I get into that like <laughs> I get into like my driver mode, I automatically become Joe Pesci from Good Fo- from Goodfellas, from Goodfather, from <laughs> from Goodfellas. Um yeah, it's just, like my accent comes out. Like I, all of a sudden I'm Italian. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, what, where the fuck are you trying to go? I don't know. I don't understand what the fuck. Would you go? To, like turn your blinker on. Get the fuck out of the way. Like what? I, you know, and it's just like it's so I need to have a show where I'm just in my car and you can hear my commentary while I'm driving because it's really bad. But it makes me laugh also because I, some of the shit that just comes out of my mouth, like I don't even it just comes out. It's like Tourette's. It's like fucking driving Tourette's. Like all of a sudden I'm a New York taxi dra- driver. And um, and I was like, yeah, I don't even fucking care that it's right before Christmas Eve. I don't give a fuck. Like, but you should give a fuck because that's not very Christmassy. <laughs> but also don't drive like an asshole, you know, like figure it out. It's not that hard. And what's different is that it's raining. Barely. It's not even raining crazy it's barely raining but people just don't know how to drive they don't know how to signal they don't know how to slow down they don't know how to go faster it's like uh 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 like braking like constantly and you're like dude that's fucking causing accidents tuto tuto bro whoa tuto two though is what i meant to say so yeah um bless us everyone may we all may we all make our travels safely this holidays this holiday season since no one knows how to drive in the rain i'm not sure why that's a a problem but anyway um yeah and so you know i'm gonna try to do another one right after this because it's the holiday season and i want you guys to have some content before the new year. We're going to come back strong in 2020. I say we like someone else helps me with this fucking shit and it's just me. So, you know, me, I'm I will come in strong with some 2020 next year, uh which is, you know, what, 2 weeks away. Um So, yeah, but I'm going to take a little breaky break before that. So, I'm going to bust these two out. We're going to have two episodes that you can enjoy. Again, with the we, it's fucking me. It's just me. Solamente Chocolumpia. Okay? Okay? Solamente Chocolumpia. Dame espacio. Por favor. Gracias por todo. Um, <laughs> but I did want to share with you guys that I'm, I'm healthy. Maybe not in my brain. <laughs> but... Uh, the last time I recorded, I was like finishing up with some health stuff. I'm good now. It looks like I'm on the pathway to just being good, which is great. So thank you for those of you who checked in with me, who just even sent me like healing energy or love or, you know, prayers or whatever. I take all of it. Positive energy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. And thank you for um, just listening to this shit. Just listening to me talk out of my ass. Thank you for um, following following me on social media. Thank you for responding when I ask questions. Thank you for listening and supporting. Did I say that already? I probably did. Oh, last thing before we're out randomly so I listened to this other podcast right it's two comedians um that are that they do they're married and they do a podcast together I've listened to them I've probably listened to every single one of them maybe not like 
the first few, but I've listened to them for the last few years. I've seen them live. I'm big fans of their comedy, uh, Christina Pajitsky, Pajitsky and Tom Segura. They have a podcast called Your Mom's House. It's not for everyone, okay? You gotta, have, you gotta be real dark and real twisted. And if you like the shit that I talk about or you like Chris D'Elia, those are like them and Chris D'Elia are the main podcast of comedians I listen to and Joe Rogan who when he does podcasts he really does it from a standpoint of like um, sharing people's stories and also teaching people so it's not really like a comedic podcast but I love Joe Rogan so uh, I was listening to your mom's house earlier today and I'm all caught up but for some reason my Spotify decided to take me way back like a year back to like episode 430 or something and if you remember listening on this podcast and I hadn't heard this episode for some reason but I had posted something on my insta story because I just had this weird thought of like when you guys you guys with dicks not guys like like you males uh, those of you who associate with being male when you sit on a toilet and you take a shit, do you hold your dick and balls or do you just let it hang or do you place it on like the lid of the seat? And okay, when I'm with guys, like when I date guys, when I'm in relationship with guys, I bathroom time is private time. I don't want anyone in the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom and I don't want to be in the bathroom when someone else is in the bathroom. Maybe like the occasional pee, but never during a number two. Never. There's never, that's never going to happen. Never, ever, 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 ever. I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to smell it happen. I don't want to be in the room when, when it's happening and vice versa. Okay. So that, I, I don't know what happens in the bathroom when my man's been in the bathroom doing a number two or or, you know, anything else that takes longer than a pee. I don't want to know. That's like private time. So um, I had posted on my IG story. I was like, what do you guys do? Do you hold your junk? Do you let it like drop into the toilet? Or do you put it on the lid of the seat? What the fuck happens? I just want to know. I'm not going to put you on blast. I just want, I'm curious. Because uh, I'd never really thought about it. And then I was thinking about like, I don't know why I was thinking about that and like correlation to oral. And it just kind of like, the OCD in me kind of it like freaked me out and it made me feel really uncomfortable and I was like thinking about <laughs> not that there's been like I'm not <laughs> I was thinking about all the dicks that I've had in my mouth this is gonna sound so horrible but not that like <laughs> it's not like it's been a million right but when I think about it I'm like wait a minute have those dick and balls been hanging in, like, free hanging in toilets all this time? Like, what the fuck happens in there? What actually the fuck happens? So, and no one answered. I had one person, shout out, I won't say who you are, but um, I had one person respond and was like, actually, I don't know. And I think, I, I, I don't even know if he really answered. But I feel like he said that he let it hang. I feel like I had a couple of people say that they let it hang. And that made me feel weird in my soul because then I was having flashbacks and I was like, oh my God, do I need to burn my mouth out? <laughs> so then this podcast just starts 
playing. Like, I don't know that that's what they're going to talk about in a minute, but it starts in like 30 minutes in. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is what I was just talking about. So now everybody who who listens to my podcast is going to think that I like bit it off of theirs, but I really hadn't listened to it. I hadn't heard that one. And um, so the consensus was on that podcast that the dick and balls just hang into the toilet, which freaks me the fuck out but I wanted to share that because I know that some of my listeners you know were also wondering and had no idea and so there you go the dick and balls hangs into the toilet um no one holds them apparently or puts them on the lid of the toilet seat which I feel like I would do or I would hold it because you should be washing your hands after you go to the bathroom anyway so you would wash your hands after right but uh, I guess it just hangs in the toilet and that is disgusting. Thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) I will talk to you soon. Um, You know, not judging. I'm just saying, look, I don't have a dick and balls. I mean, theoretically, I have a dick and balls, but I don't actually have a dick and balls. Like, I honestly feel like my dick and balls is bigger than a lot of guys that I know, but um, that's just me. But I feel like I would hold mine if I had a dick and balls. I would hold it or put it, I would put like a tissue paper on the lid of the seat and then I would just like plop my dick and balls on the lid. But, um, you know, that's me. So, whatever, dude. Whatever the fuck floats your boat. Merry Christmas early. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.